this did they yeah we haven't we're written back it. with another one within two weeks we haven't written an intro or anything really for this one yeah but it's fine people be, I, I, a lot of people have been tweeting saying your intros are self-indulgent anyway mate no they're not i never talk about <laughs> me no and also no one ever tweets us yeah ever yeah well, a couple of people do yeah we yeah, should we'll get, get on twitter a bit more really yeah and big up everyone still listening yeah big up everyone yeah well what a Absolutely incredible when we got lined up today. Really? I'm, I'm, no, I don't mean maybe the output, but I think the subject is is really interesting, isn't it? Do you want to do an intro on on the paranormal aspect of what we're doing, and then? Yeah. I mean, basically today we're looking at the awful but brilliant possibility that out there everyone has got an equal that's not equal, so it's like a doppelganger. He looks exactly the same as you. But it's very, very different. In fact, almost your complete opposite. And that's yeah. it. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I need to start writing these intros again, I think. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, I just did that off the top of the old map. Yeah, no, that was good. Yeah. So we are looking at doppelgangers. Yeah. So doppelgangers coming from the German, two German words, doppel meaning... Yeah. Oh, me- double. Yeah. And ganger Gang. meaning... Gang. No. Ausgang. No. Gang's in loads of German words. Ganger means walker or goer. So doppelganger is double walker or double goer. Yeah, right. It's good how other languages are put together, I think. Isn't it? Like, especially German. What do you mean? Well, they, they don't... There's no waste in German society. There's no, like... They're sort of... They, they're straight to the point. But they we mess about. But we would call... We'd probably call a doppelganger a double. So we're even more efficient... Yeah, and that's why we bloody won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two will won. No. No, shut no. up. Right. Um, so, but did you know it's not just the Germans that, that started, that talk about doppelgangers or doubles? Do you know it goes back, it probably goes back earlier than this, but uh, the ancient Egyptians used to have something called a car. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I did see that on the thing. Yeah. Which is people with, and the only thing that, that your car has is... Yeah. It's just got the same memories of, of as you. What? But it, which, but it's like a, it looks the same. as Looks well. exactly the same as you. It's just got the same memories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. And then, uh, Etienne is an ancient Finnish term used meaning first comer. Yeah. And they're just your doppelganger in ancient Finland law. Typical Scandinavians bringing sex into it. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I, do you know with that car because I was thinking of um, like I always do that drink KA yeah. but then I was thinking is that why people say AKA oh no that's also known as isn't it yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What, does, what did that have to do with doppelgangers I've also because, known as like, it, 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 I saw it as KA not car so I was like thinking ah so your a, a, AKA is someone who's who you're also as do you want me to press pause and we'll like go off and just write some stuff? <laughs> no. Uh, but the best one, I think, is Vodka. Do you know where that's from? Like Poland or something. 
Norse, Norse mythology. Mm. Um, and this one is a double who is just seen doing everything that you're about to do first. So imagine like an Andy Naylor just in front of you doing everything you're about to do, but you're just looking at him. Oh, I mean, so like those 10 driving tests you yeah. failed, you'd just be looking at him going, do you reckon you'd still fail if you watched him doing it? At 100%. Would yeah. you per- choose to still perpetuate your personality of failing driving tests or would you learn <laughs> from, not, from his mistakes? It's, it's not, that's not a personality, is it? Well, it is, it is your thing, isn't it? You <laughs> or what, or what do I cling on to it? I can't drive. Well, yeah, you do about half hour of this fucking new show about <laughs> failing a driving test. It's your bread and butter. Yeah, because it's interesting. Yeah, but um, it's no, because I don't think there's not too many things like that. You wouldn't be able to learn from something like that because in the heat of the moment, it would probably just happen again if you're not mentally prepared. If you're not cool under pressure, how can you ever become cool under pressure? Yeah, but if it's something like a driving test, like you should have gone then, or you should have waited then. Surely you could just learn from I that. know, but all mine are not. The odd one will be like that, but most of them are just an accumulation of just absolute oh, right. fuck-ups. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I would like to see myself go on loads of dates like I did last year to start with, just to see whether I'd bother or not. Because <laughs> I could have saved a fair bit of cash. Would Yeah, yeah. Do you reckon you'd get anything from from just watching yourself, though? Maybe seeing how many times... You flex your arm in, in a rear view mirror of a car and stuff like that. Yeah, loads. I think anyone could. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'd, I'd happily admit that I'm, I'm riddled with flaws. But I mean, <laughs> everyone would get and stuff your out Vardic- of that. But your Vardica would admit that as well, though. This is, I want to get into this because are you going to talk about the film or anything? Because I want to tell No, us. I think, well, I think we'll do, we'll do all the doppelganger well, stuff I wanted and then to we'll ask talk you, about the film as. I wanted to ask you, what three things would your doppelganger have a go at you about? Like, what would they say? Come on, mate. What do you do that for? Like, three things. So this is someone who's never had the chance to live like you have, and they've just crawled out of the ground and gone... Right. Oh, so hang on, hang on. So we've got to just flag up now. Spoiler alert. You're yeah. talking about doppelgangers in the film Us, which we're about to review. Yeah. And the doppelgangers in that, spoiler alert, are people who basically just lived under the ground like... Um, like hermits or like 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 people in the time machine, like Morlocks, like they just come out and they were they're really kind of yeah like that, and they've just been fu- like it's not an identical person who just appears from nowhere. So they've got wicked tracksuits and scissors. Yeah, they have. Yeah. So, if I had another me locked under the ground for thirty five years, who was just eating rats and stuff, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. he came up and saw what I was doing. What's the question? Well, it's like, what three things would, what he, would he have a go at me really for? really have a go at you for, for like wasting your life? Well, first off, he'd probably say, why do you keep like doing these like mental runs, like 10k runs and stuff like that, and yet you still like eat like a, like a uni student? So you're like not getting, you're getting slightly better at running, but not getting healthy, and you've been fat for about 10 years. I'm not going to be a bit harsh on yourself there. But no, well, I think that's what he'd ask because he'd be oh, down yeah, there yeah, and he'd be enough. like, yeah, you've got this wicked opportunity to like access to gyms and exercise and all the rest of it and you're just fucking it up. That's yeah. the first thing he'd ask because that's like proper health, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what else would he ask? 
why do you keep having days off work in order to write stuff but you just end up like watching 40 episodes of peep show in a row and then going back to work the next day and moaning that you never get anything done yeah. and the third one oh god I was hoping this was going to be funny. Yeah, it's not. It's not, is it? Well, let me. It's I, a good. It's a good experiment, though. The third one. I don't know. Just what? What don't you? Why don't you ever stick to anything? <laughs> why don't you ever stick to anything and get anything done? You're th- nearly thirty-six. I think you'd probably say you're earning all right and your wife's fit. You know. Yeah, but that's not the question, was it? The no, question was yeah. like, well, what would yours say then? Oh, I mean, we don't want to open that trap door. But, I mean, you've asked it now. I mean, definitely one would say um, stop telling people no one cares as much as you think that you haven't got a girlfriend or you haven't had one for ages. No one cares. Stop making it into a massive thing. I'd agree with him there. Yeah, and telling people or worrying about you haven't had sex for a while. No one cares. No one cares as much as you. That would be be one. (laughs) Number two. So probably again, stop worrying about what people think of you all the time. Like you said, like flexing your muscles in the in the car and all that. Like yeah, you're bored, but that's not even it's not a massive thing anymore. Look at boys, you just just concentrate on your own life. Yeah, this isn't funny. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I thought yeah. at least you being like the comedian would come up with sort of like a bit of a stand up y response well, you're a to comedian. that. Yeah, but not like not like that. He'd probably say, as well, he'd probably also say, stop having couscous, mate. You know that is the root cause of... I had to go to, to- I had to go to the toilet eight <laughs> times the other day. Like, there's definitely... I've got some glaring issue with... What would couscous be? Wheat or grain? So it's a grain, isn't it? Yeah, but it's definitely something not right with that. So okay. Just say, just say stop doing it. Okay, right. Great. Would you reckon our doppelgangers would, like, go out for a pint together and that? I don't know, because they... It'd be interesting to see because they'd basically be able to start... It's a off, chance to start again. Yeah, start off <laughs> fucked lives again. And it'd be interesting yeah. whether they'd still gravitate towards each other or or gravitate towards people who kind of enrich their lives a bit more. Yeah. Also, remember, remember we were some cans once after football on the Old Street Roundabout and it was really dark because it like, we were talking about like <laughs> how we just both could be doing more but we were just always getting drunk together all the time and then you went yeah maybe we hold each other back and then instead of just agreeing on that and doing stuff we just like just had another can (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was those days were funny though yeah they were funny yeah and we were a lot younger as well so it was probably funnier back then to say things like that yeah yeah well anyway so let's go on to this film now which i'm gonna say oh i've still got more stuff to do on doppelgangers actually well i've got loads as well well, let's do that and then we'll just quickly do the film because the film is, I think, is brilliant. It's got a few flaws and all the rest of it, but there's been, it's such a huge film. There's been so much said about it. I don't think people come to this podcast for a film review unless it's like a really obscure film like Frogs or something like that. Like fil- films that are about weird paranormal stuff that they would have never heard of, yes, but big tentpole like current films like this we don't need to be adding to the melee of twats on podcasts going oh well i think this i think that we're just talking about doppelgangers no, no I, I wasn't gonna say that about it. i was gonna say i think it's one of the best films i've ever seen fucking hell well let's let's move on to that in a minute then let's right. just do the rest of this doppelganger stuff 
So there's been a lot of cases of like paranormal doppelgangers historically. I'm just going to read you a few of them, not the whole stories, obviously. But so one of them is Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, who's a famous German writer, poet and politician. And he saw his doppelganger a few times during his life. Catherine the Great, powerful 18th century Empress of Russia. So she saw her ghostly counterpart a few times and she ordered her sentries to shoot at it one day when she saw it. Yeah. Next one. Um, Percy Bysshe Shelley was a br- brilliant poet, although he's mainly remembered as the husband of Mary Shelley. He saw his doppelganger a load of times and then died, which is this is a big thing about paranormal doppelgangers that people see them and then die. Are they Pro- supposed to be ghosts or what? Well, they're supposed to be like harbingers of doom and death, basically. So yeah. the most famous one is probably Queen Elizabeth I, who saw a doppelganger lying on be- on a bed ill, and then a few days later, she died in that very same bed, weirdly. I mean, it's not weird at all, because it was her bed, so she probably wasn't yeah. going to die on it. And she was ill. Yeah. Um, and also, Abraham Lincoln saw his doppelganger in 1860, and then in... Five years time died and his wife always said it was because she he saw that bloody doppelganger in the mirror <laughs> and they said he saw it on the day that he became president for the first time right. and she said that they'd always agreed that that doppelganger meant he wasn't going to see out his second term in office and he mysteriously didn't because he got shot in the face even though he was 56 when he died which was way above hang on the average age of someone so he got at the shot time. in the face no, he just, no, I was just... It was oh. a turn of phrase. He got shot in the back of the head, I think. Yeah, so, I mean... <laughs> I mean yeah, so it wasn't... That's a, that, that's really, really unlucky, isn't it? Yeah, in five years. Five years later as well, though. Um, but the one thing I'd say... What's the one thing in common with all these... Like, the most famous doppel- doppelganger cases? And I'll read the names out again. Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, Catherine the Great, P- Percy Bysshe Shelley... Sir Frederick Conrash, Queen Elizabeth I, Maria de Jesus de Agre. Oh, oh, that was an interesting little pause, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. What happened there, mate? Well, what happened, <laughs> what happened, mate, was that I didn't realise that I'd ran out of memory on my little card on this, what we record this podcast on. So we carried on with the podcast for about another 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And then we just looked down and went, oh. It was some of the best stuff we'd ever done. Oh, man. It was like, yeah. I think, to be honest, if it had recorded, we'd be getting an Uber with Corkery and, and uh, his wife, Kathy to this awards thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we wouldn't have been nominated. No, no. We'd just, like, yeah, we'd, we'd just go along. We'd, that we'd be impressive enough to share an Uber. Yeah, yeah. So so let me just pick up what I was saying before. So I was giving you that list of people who have had, famous people who have had famous doppelganger cases. I'll just pick up from Maria de Jesus de Agreda, Abraham Lincoln and George Tyrone and also Guy de Maupassant, who's a French writer. Now, what do they all have in common, would you say? Mustaches, a lot of them. From I've seen, the photos I've seen. Yeah, that's true. But I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. They're all rich as fuck. Yeah, right, yeah. 
and they're all going around going, oh, I think I've seen, oh, I've seen someone lying on my bed. Oh, I've seen someone in the stables who looks a bit like me. I better go and have a lie down for three days. They need to get into some charity work or gambling or something. Uh, when this was happening, like for instance in Catherine the Great's time in the 16th century, you wouldn't get any peasants of the day whining about seeing people who looked a bit similar to them, would you? Do you know why not? Because they probably all look exactly the same. They've got no teeth. They're all covered in shit. And they all look about 78 from birth. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> hard work will do that to you, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. It's just, yeah. I mean, you just you just don't get that with... with I think the... it's like that thing as well where it's unfair to say that like mental health issues, you know, everyone struggles with that with stress. But there is a thing where you can have too much time on your hands to worry like That's about true. some things I mean if you're like working 16 hours a day in a, in a mine I'm not saying you'd be like full of the joys but like you you probably wouldn't give a shit <laughs> if you saw a bloke who looked well like you down yeah. the mead house or wherever they used to go and rightly or wrongly you probably wouldn't be like freaking out about um, conspiracy theories and that yeah because you'd just be mining and then sleeping yeah funny <laughs> Just add the caveat that not everyone used to work in mines. <laughs> really? Yeah, there was, I think a few of them worked in stables and stuff. Ah, right, yeah. Anyway, interesting you t- touched upon the mental health thing there because some doctors and psychiatrists and stuff say that this doppelganger thing is actually re- related to something in your mind. It's called hutoscopy, which is a term related to autoscopy in which a person sees themselves from the outside of their bodies. So like in the same way that when people say they can see themselves on the operating table or whatever. And apparently it can be experienced by schizophrenics and epileptics. Oh shit, that's your gang. Yeah, so I'm an epileptic. So if I ever see someone who looks exactly the same as me, I'd be scared anyway because I'd probably be thinking... Oh, I'm about to have a fit here, not, oh my God, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. here's someone who looks identical to me, I better fight them, or whatever it is you're supposed to do with doppelgangers. I mean, I imagine your doppelganger would probably be similar to you, as in not that not that eager for like confrontation and that, you'd probably be alright. Well, not if it was a knob doppelganger, like an evil one. And is that always the way with them then? So they're, they're a horrible version of you? Or not what? always. I mean, well, yeah, because if you're really horrible, fuck him, I mean, the other one must, I suppose must be... Must be really horrible. Imagine some of the blokes <laughs> back where you're from who met their uh, doppelganger who was somehow nastier than them. I mean, you can't even. I must have been. That must have been what it must have been like for them in prison. Like just thinking, yeah. oh no, like, um, yeah. I, I can't imagine anyone worse than some of yeah. those guys. But yeah. yeah. Well. We did have loads more banter, but should we go straight into the film thing now? Because you were, in particular, very excited about this. I'm just going to kick off with a little breakdown of it. Us is a 2019 American horror film written and directed by Jordan Peele. It stars Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Shahadi Wright-Joseph and Evan Alex. And it's about a family who are followed and confronted by their doppelgangers. Yeah, and I I did like it, me, and I think it was one of the best films I've ever seen. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, better than Herbie Goes Across Bananas. Across the board. I mean, let's, let's not go that far. In one of the scenes at the end of that, the car's completely covered in bananas. Is it? Yeah, still driving itself. Yeah. That's mental. But, no, this film's brilliant. If you haven't seen it, 
um, then yeah, well, don't listen that much further, but also do go and see it. Um, I think it's better than that Get Out, which was really good. But yeah. It's just like it's a horrifying thought. Uh, the premise of it anyway that like there's all these other people living underneath the earth who would do anything to have a crack at your life I should Don't add know. spoiler warning oh uh, yeah 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 Yeah, I'll yeah. put a spoiler warning at the start of this so I read a few things about it now people are saying that it's supposed to so they represent the underclass in America now because they, they don't get any they denied basic human rights um, and they're just living a completely different life to to other people like people who, who are earning you know a decent amount of money yeah there's a lot of like metaphors in the film which i think peel is a, is a clever director and for me the amount of like wicked metaphors and wicked readings you could do into this film made it worth the slightly messy ending i kind of felt like the the ending was a bit rushed and it kind of tried to tie up too many ideas but saying that I think it's it's such a like rich meaty film. You could go back and watch it with with your hat on, looking at it, saying, "Oh, this is a metaphor for like slavery in America, or this is a metaphor for the economically downtrodden, or whatever," and get so much more back from it when you watch it with just like a slightly different viewpoint. Aside from that, it works really well as like a mental nightmarish. Yeah, and as it's well. funny when the dad raps in the car. Yeah, that is funny, yeah. And yeah. it's like, um, the twist at the end, I think, is brilliant as well. What? What, are we allowed to say? Oh, yeah, no, well, we've already done a spoiler warning. Uh, but So the twist of being that the person you think um, is essentially the bad person is not the bad person. Oh, it's yeah. It's the opposite. Which, like, yeah, that's probably the, been the twist in loads of films, but I, I, I just didn't really see it coming in this one. Did you not get it when she started going? <laughs> no, because I, I, I told you a mother's rage when defending a, a, a young, and that's across the butts in all species. Yeah, they'll just can, lose their heads. Can I just say, can I just jump in quickly and say? Yeah. you know you were a bit annoyed with me saying that, and you went, "I told you." Remember that was on the podcast that we didn't record. <laughs> that's why we're doing it again. So ah, right. we might repeat a few things. Ah, I see. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, well anyway, imagine if this was just fifteen minutes of you going. Yeah, I told you this the other day, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I get it now. But yeah, um, like, no, no. Um, Those twins were a bloody handful, weren't oh, they? Unbelievable. Hey? Unbelievable. Um, and like, the, um, the 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 bit at the end, like, where they've, they've got them to, the theme of it is uh, this hands across America thing that is the last thing the one girl saw, which was like a big, a big charity yeah. event, wasn't it? Um, and it's just making me think, like, if you're, like, if your doppelganger came back, if this happened to you when you were eight or something, what would they do? Like, the last thing she saw was his hands across America. Like, what would M- all... Mine would definitely be bullseye. <laughs> what would they be doing, though? They'd like, just all be... All throwing darts at, like... Uh... They'd all be throwing darts in people's eyes and stuff. Yeah, or they'd, yeah. Or they'd be going... They'd, there'd just be loads of little kids going, can I show you a picture now? And it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. But buzzing if you know it. Yeah. <clears throat> is is it Margaret Thatcher? No, no, no. That was Gore Vidal. <laughs> yeah, it'd be it'd definitely be that or like something off Gladiators. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like around that time. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what would yours be? It depend like depending what age. Like they'd either be eight. 
So we're talking this like what nineteen fifty three now fifty four. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just be, I suppose one of the first talkies, wouldn't it? <laughs> Steamboat <laughs> Willie or something. Yeah, yeah, that was a good thirty years before that. But yeah, but like it was, what you were saying about him there, sort of um, not being able to rushing it at the end and stuff. But like these films, that you have to, don't you? Now these films will just go on forever. You've that, got to, you've got to do you've got to bring it to some sort of conclusion. Like, yeah, yeah, you you totally a hundred percent have to. But the idea that all these people are living under the ground and they're kind of having to follow what the people above ground are doing, but in a weird kind of way, it it was introduced really late into the film, I think, and it, perhaps it should have been seeded a bit early because it was a bit like what? But then again, maybe that is what he wanted. He wanted to just throw the twist at you and throw all the stuff at you and then just end the film and just let it permeate and percolate in your head. So I'm not slagging it off. I'm just saying for me, it was slightly rushed, but maybe that was the point. I think the uh, the, the thing that you touched on this film as well is where, because these guys have got, like, they've all, they're all armed with a pair of scissors. Um, yeah. And they're horrifying enough anyway, but it made me think about that thing of like, you know, you know, a lot of people will, uh, I mean, not a lot of people, but people from a certain era say like 60s, 70s London will talk now about like, you know, these idiots with knives. I just, I just hit them with my fists or whatever. Or yeah. like, like not a thing. Anyone with a knife would be anyone without a knife. And that that is the end of the discussion. I mean, not anyone, but I see, I, I see your point. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, You'd have to be so... Not the average person. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how good you'd have to be as a boxer to like to to hit someone who was running at you with a knife? Like, clean. Yeah, really quick. Without them, yeah, yeah. without them cutting you at all or... Yeah. Like, just wouldn't happen. So, you're saying to all our podcasters, yeah. mainly in London, carry a knife. <laughs> Listen... You didn't hear it Don't here. you work in the charity <laughs> sector? <laughs> you didn't hear it. I don't work with the young kids anymore. Oh, that's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Listen, I'm no, longer a, I'm no longer seen as a role model. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I, would say, what I would say is I would say to anyone, yeah, run away. Yeah, don't yeah. don't yeah, give someone your wallet if they've got a knife. Don't, yeah, don't be, don't be brave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a wicked, maybe I'll put a link to it in the, in the show notes, and we never normally do this, but there's a wicked, like, funny YouTube clip if this guy, it's like this black dad in America and he's doing a tutorial to his son about what to do, how to confront someone who comes at you with a knife and there's all this build-up and build-up and build-up and then he goes, okay, now pull the knife. And someone pulls the knife and he goes, he goes shit! And just runs and like smashes <laughs> over this back garden fence and just keeps running for about five minutes. It's like a really funny way of just getting it in your head of like, yeah, don't be fucking stupid. Like, it doesn't matter how many films you've seen so matter how, so matter even if you know the person and you think they're wimps, I could batter them. It's not worth it, is it? Because you oh, might totally. end up dead. Like what, it's just like, stupid. When you come down to it, do you like being alive? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Then don't have you know do whatever someone with a knife asks you to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, kids. <laughs> yeah, that was that was probably the most sensible. It's deep, man. Thirty seconds we've had. Um, just. Going off topic of this slightly, because I'm aware... We've been off topic since about 1986. Um, Well, no, it's still about the film. One of the smaller points of this film that I really liked was the White family in it, 
And do you know what it reminded me of? And I think he did it really subtly and in a really funny way. But you know when you see people on like Twitter and Instagram and stuff and they have like screenshots of like white people at airports like unzipping those multi-pocket trousers and stuff like that or like white people complaining at McDonald's and stuff and people are going like, why are white people like this? And like white people be like, like, it's quite an easy trope but a lot of it is really funny and I thought that white that white family was very subtly like why are white people like this like yeah, the yeah. mum and dad like didn't really they were quite waspish in a way like they didn't really like each other they boozed so much but it was ne- and the the main family were like reacting to them but not in a snobby sniffy kind of why are you boozing way it was just like they were almost looking at them just being like why are you like you hate each other and you're drinking, which is just gonna make it worse. Yeah, and then yeah. that guy was just downstairs, just getting hammered, listening to a vinyl. And it was for me, I was like, What why is so many of us just like this? Like they just and then they just have families that they all hate and like they all hate each other. Do you would you after this, would you like to talk to me for a bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind actually. While you were saying man sat by himself listening to vinyl, <laughs> drinking quite heavily. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I did just buy Rick and Morty it, vinyl. It rang a few and bells, I, mate. Yeah. No, but yeah, but I'm like, I don't have kids. No, but the best thing about that, yeah, that film is, and it's like, there's such an afterthought and a throwaway thing, the white family, aren't they? As it should be. They're not like, they, this could be a film with no white people in it. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't matter. They like, played a good role in it. I think you needed them to yeah. have jeopardy and show what these doppelgangers were capable of, but they were so quite literally disposable I think that was also a really clever comment from yeah, Peel yeah, yeah. saying, well, yeah, now you know what we've been going through for the last 70 years of cinema, unless it's a film about black people like The Colour Purple or Django Unchained, you know, or like a Spike Lee yeah, film yeah, where, yeah. where the subject is people, people who are black and living as a black person or blackness or that kind of thing. In generic films, they did just tend to be kind of afterthoughts or just added in for... Um, like just to show a little bit of diversity or whatever. So I think that was another really clever thing that he did. And he's such a confident director that he does it so subtly that you don't realise it. There's no, there's no soapbox stuff about it. I think it's brilliant that he's one of the most talented directors in the world at the minute. And he's a black director and he's not doing stuff that's overtly about being black. He's basically doing amazing genre films. He's doing wicked thrillers, wicked horror films that have their roots totally in symbology and being able to show metaphors and stuff like that. And he's just doing, he's just picking up that baton and running it, running with it really, really fucking well. And I really hope he doesn't end up doing like an issue picture or an Oscar, you know, like an Oscar baity thing, like, oh, the first black guy who ever did firm at steer, you know, all that kind of stuff, like the Oscar kind of, yeah, and he had, he had the loonies on the soundtrack as well. Yeah. <laughs> I got five in it, which is brilliant actually. Works very well. It's terrifying. Oh, it is, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, yeah I, I agree yeah. with whatever. I didn't know what. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were literally about to agree with whatever you just said. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I did agree with what you said. You just looked at you watched three times when I was saying all that. <laughs> I'm not doing any of these like big rants again now. <laughs> Let's just talk will. about the loonies. Of course you will, because it's funny and it's you know you get into it, don't you? You dickhead. But no, I, yeah, watch this film. Please. And also, let's let's get excited about 
which I wasn't excited about, and I'm still not. I'm still a bit nervous about his Twilight Zone reboot. But I think it'll be really good, and I think it'll be loaded with this kind of metaphor and really clever subtle observations and stuff like that. So I am looking forward to it now. But at first, I kind of thought, well, why, why remake the Twilight Zone? Why not just call it something else, like? Jordan Peele's Weird World or something like that. It won't surprise you to know that I've never seen the original, so... Yeah, well, you're a dickhead. Um, I've got them all on yeah. Blu-ray. We should do a few... Why don't we do some podcasts on the Twilight Zone? Yeah, I could do. Aren't we doing the Pet Cemetery next? Yeah, we're doing Pet Cemetery... Okay, well, let's wrap this up. We're doing Pet Cemetery next. And maybe perhaps the listeners could uh, um, tweet in what pet, what, what pet or other person's pets, and this is controversial, would you like to see in a cemetery? Come on. We've all had, I think we can all Come say on. we've met someone's pet over the years that has been a fucking nightmare. Okay, so in this podcast, you're, you've told people <laughs> to carry knives, yeah. and now you're inciting violence against pets. Not inciting it, it's hypothetical. Well, you saying, what? He, yeah. well, that's like Nigel Farage saying, what if we got rid of all the blacks? No, so imagine no. how good that would be. Yeah, it could be, I'm not saying violence, it could be like you wish these pets would die of old age or whatever, but then they'd just be gone and they wouldn't be a nightmare. Lee, that's, that's horrible. What, you've never come across an animal or someone's pet that you thought, oh, they're a bit annoying. I have, yeah. but I've never wished death upon an animal. I mean, I haven't either. But it's just because it's called Pet Cemetery. Yeah, all right. Well, why don't you... Well, no one's going to tweet anyone because <laughs> no one follows us. But yeah, why don't yeah. you tweet in with what what pet you'd like to see dead? I bet I bet Steve Jessup will. He won't let me down. Jessup will. Rocket will. Yeah, well, there they we are, are lads. What's yeah. the common factor with those two lads? Well, Steve Jessup and Rocket? Yeah. Um, they listen to the podcast? They've both got stunning beards. Oh, they have got good beards, yeah. yeah. And attractive women. Yeah, all right. Well, they, don't, they don't have them. <laughs> no, they're not quarry. No, they're with them in in you know committed relationships. Sexually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should imagine so. <laughs> oh, let's stop this. Right, okay. Yeah. So, if you enjoyed this, subscribe, like, all yeah. the rest of it. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter because we're trying to like have a bit more banter on Twitter these hit, days. Oh, hit up the Snapchat, yo. No, we haven't got Snapchat. Oh, I told right. you this. Should we get one? No. Yeah. pointless too old yeah uh, so we're going to do Pet Cemetery next and then maybe we'll do a few Twilight Zones yeah lovely <laughs> alright pal well yeah nice one thanks a lot guys See I, be- you l- I better go to work yeah same see ya bye